What's up, it's Frank. Welcome back to the Weekend Podcast. This is episode... Um, One, two, three, four, big five. I'm Terrence, back in the cut. Yo, it's your boy, Santi, and I've been doing good. How y'all guys doing? Oh, we've been pretty good, solid. Nothing yeah. special. Highlight of my week was probably when Bryson Tiller dropped that deluxe anniversary. Yes. I hope did. you guys listened to that, for real. I did. I listened yeah. to it, like... Yeah, I listened to oh, it. Oh, yeah, like, you did talk about that. Yeah, I texted you. It was it was all right. How'd you feel about it? Like the the songs on it specifically, and lyricism, everything. Um, I mean, when I'm listening to Bryson Tiller, I'm not really listening for lyrics from it. But I liked I like I think I said like three out of the five songs. Broken Clocks was a little to me. It's like Clockwork, actually. No, yeah, Clockwork. I said Broken. Yeah, it was a little weak to me. It was a little weak to me in that other. And it was like the only song that had a music video. So I feel like that was supposed to be the best song, but I just wasn't rocking with it. Seven Seven O'Clock was my favorite for for sure. Seven Hands down. Seven yeah, O'Clock was that, fire. Yeah, that song and the song with um, Big, Big Sean. Sean. I didn't like I didn't like Big Sean's verse. I didn't I didn't like it. Like what's I don't up? even remember if I liked it, but I just I knew I liked that song. Timeless Interlude 2. Like timeless interlude was a classic to me, and I feel like that was a little bit like rocky. Like it wasn't a bad song. That's the thing with Bryson Tiller; he doesn't release bad songs. It's like just mediocre for him. Okay, I lucky feel like the odd one out because I didn't listen to it. Like I, all I've heard of it is what Terrence told me about it. So like I can't even speak on this. Uh, well, it's fire. He dropped merch for it too, which really? yeah, I'm I might have to I might have might have to call. Like he dropped. He dropped shirts, hats. He dropped like a signed record. Um, I think he dropped some sweatpants, hoodies, sweaters, whichever, whatever you want. But honestly, the thing with Bryson Tiller is like, I don't ever actively like go out just like listen to him. But like, if he comes on like every now and then, it's cool. Yeah. But like, I'd never be like, hey, y'all, let's put on some Bryson Tiller for me. Let me show you my playlist. <laughs> show you my playlist. Right here. Right here, right here, right here. I mean, I added a, I added, I added like three from the deluxe. Okay, so we have Rambo. I think that's the first song I have. No, 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 that's not the first song. The deluxe. Out of time. This is from, nah. This is just Bryson Taylor in general. Uh-oh. Out of time with Drake. Next to you, timeless interlude. Of course, I'm ready for you. Rambo, which is oh, Rambo's a nice one. This is just your your playlist, or I have a bunch of songs in my playlist, but this these are just the Bryson Taylor songs that are on my playlist. Things to- change, always forever. Like clockwork, seven o'clock, losing focus. Bro, take like clockwork out, bro. Like clockwork's not. It's not. It's a nice vibe song. It, you have to be in a certain mood for it. It's not, and I'm always in that mood. Let that be clear. I'm always in that mood. <laughs> All right, but what is the mood of clockwork or broken clock, whatever it's called? It's more like. It's more like. You know what? It's like. Like. All right, so I've like been, describe a setting in which you would listen to that song. You did ASMR for a little bit. Not, I, I I kind of forgot, but I, I just remember not liking it, to be honest. It was like, okay, so the vibe that I got for it was like, I've been gone for a minute, but I'm back. So what I'm thinking of is like summer vacation. When I'm walking through the door, I play that song. Like, that's the song that's going through my head as I'm like walking into the door. Clockwork? Yeah. Like clockwork, really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'm that. Oh, sorry, if you can listen to 
you probably would agree with me, but I actually he actually dropped an interview today, which I kind of want to talk about. Yeah. He's been talking about just like his projects and stuff. Serenity's coming out pretty soon, which if you guys didn't know about that, he's just it's just like a compile compilation of just say the word again. Sorry, I, I, can't. <laughs> I knew I knew it sounded weird when I was thinking about what I was saying. <laughs> Bro, it's like, compilation. I was actively avoiding trying to say the word, <laughs> but it just. Bro, compilation, bro. It was like a compilation of, of just you, things that he's been working on throughout the years. He was supposed to drop it last year, I think, or something like that. But he said it just didn't feel right or whatever. I respect it. I respect it because music is something you just can't rush. And speaking about music, well, we'll come back to the Bryson Tiller um, thing. I don't know where Frank went, but we'll come back. To, uh, I thought you okay. Um, we'll come back to the Bryson Tiller interview. But speaking of music, we had a conversation about Lil Durk a little while ago. Yes, we did. I'm so glad you brought him up because I was going to eventually. Um, two out of three of the people on this podcast right now mm-hmm. think that Dirk is a good artist. Terrence is the odd one out. So I'll give you before I even say that, I'll give you a chance to explain yourself. Yeah. I was not a fan of Lil Dirk, but I listened to his music and I say seventh grade or something like that when I was a little bit mainstream or whatever. Um, I don't know why like Dirk got this sudden like boost in popularity over the past couple months he's obvious he's like the next young boy i haven't heard much from young boy like this year i don't know if that's just me like not being in the loop with rap anymore or if that's just like young boy not dropping anything but all these young boy i don't want to call them stands or whatever what is a stand i just i use that word pretty usually what is a stand it's like i guess an od fan like oh that's a thing that's what i always thought of as i guess a tiktok term Oh, yeah. that kind of mm-hmm. sounded some type of way. TikTok term? Okay. Um. Anyways, the thing with Lil Dirk is, like, I'm not going to act like I'm, like, a huge Dirk fan or, like, a stan, if that's what y'all calling me. I'm not going to act like I'm one of those. But, like, his songs are a vibe, bro. You can't you can't deny that. If a Dirk song was to come on, you just know that his song is a vibe. A lot of his songs have been made, like, really mainstream, especially because, like, things like TikTok. But, like, you can't just, you can't be, like, if you were listening to like music, right, and a Dirk song came on, you can't be like, nah, I'm finna skip. You like, there's no world in which you do that. You don't even really have to prove your, your point with Slime Chain because I feel like the viewers would agree with you. But I feel like Terrence had to prove why he thinks Lil Dirk is bad. Let me be honest. There's not one artist that I listen to that I don't skip a song on their album. Like, it's just, I've never had a, an album that's like pure. No. You haven't listened to very good albums. I haven't listened to a Dirk album or a very good you album. Very good album. I, I can I listen to the same things you do, bro. Polo G albums. Um, they're just songs that I'm like, if I'm not into it at the beginning, the beat's not really catching me or whatever. Then I'm just like, why am I listening to it? You know. I mean, yeah, I understand to like an extent, but like there has. Me personally, there's never been a moment in which a Dirk song just came on and I was like, no, I'm not really rocking. With it. Like, there's actually been times in which I'd be like, no, nah, I need to play some Dirk right now just because of like the vibe. He's first of all, I feel like a lot, what some people don't realize, like, I don't even know how to say it. But, like, vibe music is a thing. I feel like that's every song, to be honest. Of Dirk? No, just every piece of music is just, like honestly a vibe in some sort. So, I mean, I, I guess, but you know what I mean when I say a vibe, bro. You know what I mean? You, no, no, no. I, I 
don't. If you're saying every music by a certain artist is a vibe, then I don't understand what you're talking about. Not necessarily, because there's some Dirk songs that, like, no, I, I won't listen to, like, because I just don't like them. But a majority of Dirk songs, they're they're nice, bro. There's You can't. Him, the, the, no, I know no. the views will agree with me, bro. There's, I don't think so. I think Lil Tech is more of a vibe than Lil Dirk. And I don't really want to get it, um, into a debate over Lil Dirk, because I don't think he's <laughs> worth my time. <laughs> no cap. Okay. <laughs> no cap. But I... I, I don't see what the sudden popularity in Lil Durk has become, why it's like that. I feel like you guys are just too mainstream. There's nothing wrong with being mainstream, but that's just not me. And I feel like Lil Durk is kind of fitting into that category where every song that he drops is something that people go crazy over. And if I'm hearing the same song over and over and over and over and over and over and over, and over then I'm just really not vibing with it anymore. I mean, I see what you mean, but that in itself is a testament of his work for me. Like, because but, his music is being played over and over again, he's obviously proved like that in his game. Like, like he he's a consistent figure. You feel me? Like, but that's his like music is speaking for itself. That's why you can say the same to- thing with Lil Uzi, Drake, um, not Future. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not a big fan of Uzi. I'm not even. A fan of Uzi. He's creative. That's that's all I can say. He tries oh, things. I and thought I, I was the only one that thought this, but like I don't. There's, I won't like sit down and just say I'm gonna listen to Uzi song right now. Like I've never been like that. Uh, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> like I just personally, I'm just not of like some of his music is nice, like and like his features and stuff. They're cool, but like I, I just I, I'm not a fan of his music. There's nothing more to be said with that. I'm not like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hate on him or nothing, but like I'm just not the biggest fan of his music. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel yeah. like, I feel like so, sorry, I say it. How do how do y'all feel about the diamond? Let's not talk about that, right? Don't want to. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> how much was it? Twenty four million. Yeah, I think about that. You, that's crazy. Honestly, the one thing I will say about the diamond, I just I feel like it wasn't a necessary thing. But you know, if you have that type of money and that's what you want to do with it, then go go ahead. Feel me? My thing is, I think Lil Uzi just tries so many different things that it's hard for someone to really fit under all the categories that he really produces music for. Because I don't think it's just rap that he does. I think it's like a lot more. Yeah. I, I can't really think of a, a song where he's like like heavy metal or anything like that, but I feel, I feel like he's kind of on a track where you kind of have to be in a wide range. You have to be open to a, a wide range of music to be able to like sit down and listen to him properly. I feel like we're talking a little bit too much rap specifically because i feel like i'm really growing out of a rap phase bro. like that's just not my thing anymore i can't sit down and listen to just just straight rap yeah. so you like country music whoa can no you, can you stop <laughs> now I've, I've always like sometimes like consistently i can't just listen to rap all the time bro gotta switch it up a little bit but it's been like that for me it's not like i'm growing out of it it's just always been like that honestly i was talking about no no say it I was having a conversation with one of my friends and I was like, yeah, honestly, I'm getting to the point like where you guys are already at. It's like where I'm not just trying to listen to rap all the time or like every time I play music, like I don't want to hear another rap artist. So it's like, I've been trying to get into like R&B and stuff like that, but it's like, I don't like changing like your music taste, like not out of like out of nowhere, but like it's a little hard to do. You know what I mean? Go cold turkey, bro. Go cold turkey. Yeah, just pop the turkey in the fridge. (laughs) No, but like, I feel like just 
being, I don't know, like just listening to rap for so long, like that's all you listen to for a while, like growing up type stuff. It's like, no, okay. So I'll say like this. Like when I was like young, young, it would be like a mix of R&B. And oh my gosh, and I'm rap. sweating, bro. Like profuse, no, I'm playing. Not like crazy, but like, <laughs> I'm sweating for real, bro. It's cause my, my sweatshirt's like open. So like, there's like a lot of room here. Oh, and it's like, ooh, what do I do? Like, I'm kind of boiling right now. That's probably the most random thing you ever said, ever. It's not. For I don't sure. know if you're really going to appreciate that. Like, ooh, my. <laughs> Yo. Whoa. <laughs> Calm down. Okay. We're talking like a lot of rap. Let's get into the, like the big discussion, which is Cam Newton. The whole Cam Newton situation. Yeah. I feel like I saw that video a while ago. It, no, it, you didn't. It happened like oh, this week. it just happened like this week. Explain it to the viewers, Osanji. All right, so basically, I'm not sure if it was like a Cam Newton camp, but basically, it was at a football camp. He was a sponsor. And... He's a sponsor. That's kind of important to the story. Okay, so he's one of the sponsors of the camp, and it's um a whole bunch of high school, like I think seven on seventeen, and basically there's this clip of like the, uh, Cam Newton. He's arguing with like one of these um high schoolers that's playing on one of the teams. And the kid, the um, teenager, he's just saying, like, oh, you're trash, like, uh, blah, blah, blah. And just talking back and forth. And I just, personally, like, this is what I feel. I just feel like that was such a reckless, like, situation. Because what could, what could have possibly brought that on? You know what I mean? Yeah. Analyzing the situation a little bit more. Um, he was a teenager. And I feel like his judgment was kind of impaired a little bit. Just by the fact of his age and his, the fact that like his brain hasn't developed fully to like realize oh, he right from <laughs> he said what say he looked older than us though like maybe like around the same age or a year older I think he's a little bit older but I mean like still in high school I mean even oh, if right yeah I mean like even if he was like a little older whatever it's like Cam Newton like whatever your opinion of him may be you there's no denying that he's in the NFL. And he's seen a level of success for me. So, like, you being at a football camp, being a high schooler at a football camp, like, you're trying to get to the position that he's already at, you know? So, it's like, like to, to, to just say, like, um, you're you're about to be broke, you're trash. I was like, whoa, that's kind of, like, instead of using this opportunity to actually, like, gain knowledge or anything, right. like, you're, you're using it to, like, like, yeah, let's like put grade it in, a football player. Like, let's put it into perspective here. It's like Cam Newton's like, I don't want to say like he's Michael Jordan. He's definitely not. Let's no, I'm not I'm gonna be disrespectful here. That's disrespectful. He's not yeah. Michael Jordan, but Cam Newton has won an MVP and Michael Jordan has won an MVP. This is like across the league. And how many football there are a lot more football players than there are in the NFL. Or in the NBA, yeah. I should say. Yeah, so yeah I, mean, I see what you mean. But like the, the probability of getting the MVP is such is a lot smaller. I, I shouldn't have said Michael Jordan, actually. Yeah, that was, because that was they're not, two completely I mean, different. Big big yeah, but I see what you mean in like that. He's seen a level of success that most people will never, ever see. Like most people that even get to the level of being in the NFL will never see. I feel like, like him doing that, the kid doing that is kind of like ruining his chances of getting there as well. Because I mean, yeah, you're playing like, seven on seven, you're playing football. I'm pretty sure he was actually like pretty good. Yeah, but, if, you're, if you're like at the Cam Newton camp, who's but his name is out there and everything like that. His name, yeah, his like, reputation's already exactly. Like, I feel like if scouts are there and you see him in that argument with Cam Newton, you don't want to like pursue him as a player. I feel so, like, like that's like an even broader argument of just how your actions 
kind of can like really affect which what happens in the future mm-hmm. or like how people perceive you because you probably just kind of be funny and scouts could have seen that you know and yeah that was kind of my thing like it's a competitive environment i don't think cam newton took it as like yeah a personally like super disrespectful thing how everybody else is seeing it he was kind of just mm-hmm. using it as kind of he saw it as kind of like a competitor trying to to speak his game a little bit mm-hmm. i feel like even like if you i don't know if you guys have seen like the extended version it was like three minutes i think and um he's basically talking he's like i'm not trying to like disrespect you or nothing like i'm actually trying to like figure out like what your impact was on a game or whatever and the kid was still like going and i think like the coaches got involved or whatever yeah and it's just like yeah and it's just like I honestly feel like he handled that situation like so well, to be honest. Because yeah. like that's a situation in which like he on like he couldn't have been the bigger person. But then again, I, like he he could have like decided to like, actually argue with a kid first of all. But like that doesn't make him look any better than like the kid, to be honest. And I just feel like that's just like the difference in the level of like maturity. I mean, yeah, I feel like well, actually, can't be I, enough of humbling him. I don't know. I, he definitely didn't humble him. I, I that's like he, as the video went on, he was getting less and I mean more and more quiet. Cause at first he was like barking at him. He was like, "Oh, free agent, you're a free agent," stuff like that. I mean, like, I got the conversation kind of went to a different place though when he was talking about like, "What did you specifically do?" He's like, "Go check YouTube," you know, telling like mm-hmm. the MVP Heisman winner to go and watch film, Super Bowl player to go and watch some film that you could like easily pull up. Mm. I, mean, I feel like if you have like your game to talk, then like you're going to talk. Like he see, did. That's the see, thing he did. He did have game to talk. That's the thing. Like, I don't see, know. Say you score like the game when you touchdown. Cam Newton looks at you. He's like, what was your impact on the game? You bark right back. You're like, I scored the game when it touchdown. I mean, you don't bark right back. Cause I mean, that's still like, I mean, like in his situation, a Hall of Famer we're talking about. I mean, in his Whoa. situation, though, he was like, "You don't, oh, no, no, you don't think um, Cam Newton's a Hall of Famer?" The thing is, I don't know yet. I, I just don't feel like I don't. Okay, be, I, I I'm not watch. sure if he's had enough like success over multiple seasons to be a Hall of Famer yet. I'm not sure. I, okay, I'm not saying that he's a bad player, but we let, all see when he can. Be, let me make it. I, I, I don't, just don't know yet. I don't watch football as much as I watch basketball. Let it be known. But what I do know about Cam Newton. He's a play, he's, I don't, it really doesn't matter whether he gets to the Hall of Fame or not. I mean, it does. It does matter whether he gets to the Hall of Fame or not. But for this conversation alone, he has the respect. He's guarded the respect of so many individuals across Mm -hmm. the nation, across the NFL, Hall of Famers and active players right now. I feel like, but you saw how um, even the kid himself, like it wasn't just Cam Newton that he kind of strayed himself away from, but it was like, I don't remember all the players' names, but a bunch of them were on Twitter and Instagram commenting on the situation. I think Odell was one of them. Really? What did he, so, what did he say? It was like an emoji or something like that. That was like, yeah, but it was just a bunch of a thread of them just saying like, yo, you should just kick them out, pack them up. So he's like, he's already like dishes, not dis- but demoralized himself in the eyes of people he already looks up to. Yeah. And I, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. But I feel like Cam Newton handled the situation well. Like, look, look like say, like four years in the future or something, and he's like, and he's like doing bad like in college or whatever. Cam Newton could be like, he was the one who was talking trash to me. He's not even getting drafted or whatever. I think something that I should have brought up a lot earlier 
was that I've actually met Cam Newton. For real. I haven't met oh. him. Let me, okay. Met I haven't met him. And this is like one of this is one of my regrets, right? All right. Now, now you're confusing everyone. No, you're like, like, I should have brought this up earlier. I met him. And then I, just, like I, said, I didn't meet him. But. Let me make it a little bit clearer. I didn't quote unquote meet him, but I was like inches, I was vocal cords away from meeting him, bro. Okay, that's that's terrible. What is vocal cords away, bro? What is this was back? You think he's chickened out? Basically. This was back in eighth grade, and I don't know what I was thinking. I, like it didn't fully click to me, like in the second, so I wasn't like on my game like that. Let it be known, I'm a big Cam Newton fan. I have his jersey, bro. I had his jersey. I had like you had Jordan Four. I had the Jordan Jordan Four Motorsports to um, combine with the Panthers jersey, the black one, gold, um, black, mm-hmm. silver, and like carolina blue yeah, or whatever yeah. that was a that was a hard outfit with the nike um with the nike um windbreaker and some yeah bro and- tell me why i actually remember this exact outfit yeah it was <laughs> anyways right he's, he's he looks so proud of himself it was a it was a it was a nice outfit but let me let me get to the conversation basically i was in eighth grade i went to chateau Elan. oh should i have said that i shouldn't have said that maybe yeah you brought it up earlier, like in the other episode. I don't know. I did. But I was chilling there, right? I was going for some breakfast or brunch or something like that with my family. This happened to be the weekend that UGA and Auburn were playing, and the Auburn players were in my hotel. Really? Yeah. So I'm just so I see them all walking out. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I may have snipped a couple snaps for the for the snap or something like that. Post on my story. Whoop whoop. Ah. My parents go outside to bring the car in because I'm pretty sure it was pretty cold outside. And I remember I had like a theater arts meeting. Yes, a theater arts meeting, theater arts meeting later that day. So I had to get home quickly. As I'm like trying to gather everybody to go out, I see this man walking. He has like a a fedora type of thing on. He's walking like a trench coat type of thing, glasses, coming in real smooth, bruh. Yeah. I'm like, this man looks really really particular i don't i don't want to pinpoint anything here but he looks like somebody he's walking with um uh his daughter or something like that some little girl that's following him and it didn't click to me Uh, it didn't it didn't click to me that who it was what he was doing there until after because i was like i did fumble the bag i didn't say anything i kind of walked past him not really thinking about anything not really doing anything was this a game where Auburn barely beat Georgia because it was like... I don't care. You think I watched Georgia in college football? No, I told you about Ohio State, baby. That's ridiculous. No way you just said that. Anyways. No, you're actually a Georgia fan? I'm actually a Georgia fan. I don't know many people who are... That like, was a really good game. That was a really good game. Like, this wasn't this year. It was like 2019. I know. 2019, maybe. 2018. Last year, too? If, if we're talking... I don't think we're talking about the same game, but there's just one game where Georgia... I'm pretty sure it was like... In a bowl game, anyways, um, Cam Newton threw a pass, and it was Wait, like Cam two. Newton. What are we talking about? Georgia versus Auburn. Why did you say that? Cam Newton threw a pass? Did he not play on Auburn? No, you, I think this was. You know who Cam Newton is, right? <laughs> no, Cam Newton played for Auburn, but I think this is like he's already in the NFL at this time. So I mean, and he was just like I think Terrence is saying that Cam Newton was just there, like with the Auburn players. Because like he had played at the school. Yeah, you know I'm I mean? talking okay. about when Cam Newton actually played for Auburn. 
Oh, oh this was like years ago type stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it must have not been the same game, but yeah, definitely wasn't. That game, that game was hard. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely fumbled the bag. But you know what? I didn't fumble the bag on. I met R.J. Barrett later that year. Which Here kinda, we go with this story. It's kind of crazy how the story kind of happened. Because let me tell you something. When you're meeting celebrities, like there's some atmospheric called change that happens. I'm I telling mean, you. Exactly, exactly. I'm telling it's not it's not normal air that they breathe, bro. So <laughs> what? Like you can kind of tell when someone's like a famous person. Like, I don't know if it's just me, but like I feel like I can differentiate like, like just a rich person from like a famous person because like I mean you can look at someone with like it's know. different bro it's exactly. mad different I remember I was in the line to board my flight I told the story in the last episode a little bit but I'm in at I'm in Atlanta I'm going to the Bahamas for spring break this is just after Duke lost to Michigan State in the 2018-2019 season and um double NCA season mm-hmm yeah, Duke lost. RJ's getting ready for the draft or whatever. Woof, woof. Things are going good. I remember I see this guy. He's he's like not tall, but he's not short. He's like a good six foot or something like that. I see him walk by with his shorty, I guess. And so they're walking up to the desk. I remember they skipped past the entire Delta line. I'm like, hmm, that's weird. But he also looked he also looked like he was just more than an average person. Like he didn't look normal. In the sense that he wasn't he wasn't average he looked i don't know how to describe it but he looked like he was put together better than the average person mm-hmm. next thing i know bruh this like six eight six nine kid not kid i don't want to say kid man rj bears like six six okay he's what a, he would look six eight he walks past me all right my parents was probably like five four at this time i was yeah i was pretty short I'm 5'9", right? No, just in, in case anybody. Hey, stop lying to people. I'm like 5'10", actually. You're anyways, like six feet. Anyways, he walks past me. He's going up to the registration desk with the guy that I just mentioned earlier. And my, I didn't want, I was looking away because I was like, yo, this is RJ Barrett. My dad elbows me. He's like, isn't that? I'm like, <laughs> I have to say something now. And so. What do you mean? Because I, I, I really didn't want to say anything. I don't know. I don't know. It's been like part well it would have been cam Newton part one and then that's wild. part two yeah but he's like oh you have to say something i'm like i don't actually <laughs> I, I was really making it a point not to say anything but you know he boards the plane and then it's my turn to board the plane my dad had some like delta rewards or something like that so we got on before everybody else i think he was like i don't know but yeah he had some membership status thing that got him on the plane before everybody else and so that's kind of important to the situation. He had some McDonald's on his seat. He was riding first class, of course. He had some McDonald's with him and his girl was sitting right next to him. It's actually kind of awkward since he was sitting at the window, his girl was sitting closer to the aisle. And so, so you talked over her? Yeah. Like across her, bro? Yeah. So as I'm walking in, that. as I'm walking in. By the window, just so that people wouldn't recognize him as much walking through. As I'm walking in, I see him, I'm like, it's now or never. It's really now or never, which actually it wasn't, which is the sad part. It really wasn't now or never. But as I'm walking in, he's right there. He's like chowing down on some like McGriddles or something like that, bro. So I really, it was really an awkward time, but I'd stopped. So I was like, it's it's commit, it's commitment now. I, I committed. So 
I look him like we made eye contact. I'm like, so are you Arj? I, I hate to say oh it like that. Oh my goodness, bro. They like you're. I made it. I put it in the form of a question. Like you're RJ, which in hindsight was like really bad. Like honestly, that like if you would have said it with more like authority, that might have been like the perfect way to like introduce the situation. Because you can't be like, "Are you RJ Barrett?" And be like, "No, I'm just a six six um um player, and I'm just riding a first class." You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I so, feel like. It depends on players. Some people are just like, you know, mm, but like situations like that. Kind of tying that like into the um the Cam Newton situation. I feel like when people reach like a certain level of like, I guess like fame or like respect, you know what I mean? Like, like the idea of even speaking to them like in like such a, a way in which like you're just totally disrespecting them. That's just so crazy. Whoa, were you saying I was disrespectful right there? No, I'm saying the, um the um the teenage player that was talking to Cam Newton. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, just talk. Like, I'm not saying, like, glorify these people or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely like, not. Definitely yeah. not. No, but, but that's like, the way to talk to anybody at the end of the day. Not even exactly. Like, talking to someone, like, you just absolutely disrespect them. Someone that you've never talked to before. Someone that you, like, you're trying to get to their position or whatever. That's just crazy to me. Yeah. yeah. Back, to, back to the story, though, Terrence. Yeah, so I say, are you RJ? Which I got clowned on whenever, whenever I tell that story. I get clowned. Ah, <laughs> uh, anyways. He's so like, you're like, there is no doubt in your mind he was RJ Barrett, but you just asked to. Yeah, ask there's him. zero doubt because he had a Duke backpack and everything. He was oh. wearing Duke gear. I can show you the picture right now. Yeah, pull it up. But why you explain the story? Yeah. So he says, he says, yeah, of course. Like, what else is he supposed <laughs> to say? By the way, the picture. Okay. Oh. Okay. Anyways, he says, yeah. Like in the middle of eating, I felt kind of like an inconvenience, at, and I kind of like went over his to like dab him up. I went over his girl to dive him up, which was a little disrespectful, like really disrespectful. But yeah, it happens. He's like, yeah, I'm RJ. He says, what's up? We dive up. We're cool. I walk back to my seat and I take, sounds creepy, but I took a couple of pictures <laughs> while he was like You're unloading weird. his suitcase or whatever. You're weird. Unloading <laughs> his suitcase. Yeah. And then, you know, the flight happens. We get off. I watch The Hate You Give. Shout out to my boy, Hassan. Um, watch The Hate You Give. Um. And then I was onboarding, not onboarding. I was coming off the plane. Um, we landed the Bahamas. Everything's cool. No, I'm still kind of. You went? No, he was. Yeah, we're on the yeah. same flight. Um, I'm still reliving the moment. The adrenaline's still kind of there a little bit. And then I'm walking out and I see him right there again. So it's kind of <laughs> this awkward situation. Like, do I go back for part two? Do I? A bunch of things are going through my mind. Do I walk up to him and say, oh, RJ, can I get a picture, blah, blah, blah. Or do I walk by him? Hopefully he doesn't notice me or say anything to me because it'd be awkward to see him again and everything. Why would he say something to you? Though? I, I don't know, actually. Oh, shoot. Well, I feel like you're just like in a position. I was in eighth grade. You're in that position, like you're just like thinking everything. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was. Like, and also like, was he with this girl or not? I don't want to like, I don't want to entreat him and everything, you know? See? A guy like me, I don't care if he's with this girl. It's like <laughs> <laughs> you're RJ Barrett. No, no, I'm getting no, no. Nah, to, to, to an extent, to an extent. Like, like, say if I went to a restaurant, right? And then, like, you gotta just like sit there, and then I probably wouldn't walk up. But like, if like you like your situation, I wouldn't care. Like, <laughs> I'm saying, like, like you're I'm at the airport. Like, there's a whole bunch of people. And like but, that situation you're in with Cam, you said you're a fan of him. Like, you you might never see him again. 
He said, nice. you guys were in the same hallway. You walked like, no, that would have been a yeah. perfect opportunity. It was a, definitely a bag sold, like for a lot of money too. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, send, um, send me that picture with RJ Barry. No. I didn't get it. Nah. I'll be fine, I'll actually. Up, I, I will find out. Anyways, um, I walk by him in the end, all right? And then I'm going to undo my luggage or whatever to pick up my luggage from the bag luggage or baggage what is it called reclamo reclamo day (laughs) baggage (laughs) the baggage claim so i went to the baggage claim to pick up my stuff and i'm like i had this sudden urge to just go back i was like let's do it let's do it round two round two (laughs) no regrets all right (laughs) do what excites for real and so I walk up to him. I'm like, yo, I don't remember what I said to introduce, but it was like mad awkward at the beginning. He's like, what's your name? And I'm like, Terrence. He's like, oh, all right, Terrence. Mind you, these are the same words that he dapped up Bronny with. And Bronny's dapped up LeBron, bro. So I have like fourth hand LeBron dap up on my hand right now. Bro, what? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Anyways. I don't think I like to think that way. but <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that's how that works. I definitely shouldn't either. <laughs> anyway um i'm like yeah, yeah yeah i wanted to say like the goal of the conversation was to get a picture and to say you had a good season so that was like the mission all right and it was like really awkward to fit that in there <laughs> so we're talking um i'm like yo let me get a picture my sister my sister comes in bro oh i forgot well never mind What's the age difference if you don't yeah. My sister comes in. She knows RJ. She's watched a game of RJ, but she didn't say a word to him. And I didn't even know she was in the picture until I looked at it after. <laughs> she didn't say anything. She just walked next to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, bro, honestly, if I was in her position, I'd do the same thing, bro. Because now she has a picture with RJ Barry. No, but I'm mad because, like, I have to, like, edit it every time I want to use it for a presentation or every, and anything, bro. Like I, I could really be doing things with this picture. Oh, can I take one with? Can I just take one with us too? So yeah. So his girlfriend took the picture or something? No, no, no. My dad took the picture. His girlfriend was like, I don't want to say stalking, but she was watching from a distance. Mm. I don't. I actually don't want to say that just in case like this spreads or something like that. Anyways, she she was she was she wasn't there though. Like present. I think she went to the bathroom or something like that. But she, I think she had some knowledge that what was happening was happening, and that's kind of important for the rest of the story. You say like you're about to kidnap him. Right now. I'm sad, bro. Anyways, like you're taking a picture with her boyfriend. Yeah. Continue. Anyways, so at the end, my dad's chopping it up with them. They have a, a nice like two five second conversation. I I say, you had a good season. He like he looks down and then he looks up and like with a meaningful <laughs> face, he's like, "Thank you." Like <laughs> with the work face like a, like he like he he meant it like it's not like an empty thank you like there was definitely some water in that cup <laughs> anyways i walk back to the reclamo de equipaje what, what is it called i don't even know bro. uh to the baggage claim that was in spanish you're not foreign like me i walk back to the baggage claim and then i see his girl like going up to him all excited so i knew i was one of his first fans and i to this day I remember really? that moment. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So like, wait, what year was he in? What year? I'm not, I'm not tripping. Yeah. Freshman. He was a freshman. Mm-hmm. 
That's crazy. I was all right. Yeah, because I, I don't think he was getting I don't think he's been out like that in like a public area like that, getting fans or whatever. So I really feel like I was one of his first fans. People were just walking by him like he was some regular guy. Oh, yeah. It's kind of funny. But the story kind of continues a little bit. Where, <laughs> see, there are like two more parts to this. You met him four times? No, 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 no. no, no. That was the awkward part. Because I was like, I can't meet him again. Like this, this cannot happen once more. <laughs> I go down and I'm waiting for the taxi to the hotel, right? We actually happened to stay in the same hotel, which was the part that was like the whole time that was on my heart. Like I really didn't enjoy it to the fullest that I could, the trip. And I was still kind of scared that I would find him on the flight back. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, I'm like sitting in the lobby waiting for the taxi. And then his whole crew walks by me. So I'm like, yo, I got to hide for real. I really cannot be. I couldn't be spotted again. That would be the most awkward thing. What Not you, really, bro. What if you went to went up to him, you're like, "What's up, RG?" Like, "What's up, Terrence?" <laughs> <laughs> Literally, bro. Like, I could have said hi three times in it. Nah, like imagine the how people look at you. They'd be like, "Oh, this guy." Like, you just talk to RJ on like a like a friendship level kind of thing. That's how they would perceive it. Like other people perceiving me. Yeah, you'd be like, if you walked up to him, be like, "Hey, RJ," or like just like nodded at like. It's clear something. that nobody knew him. I was the only one who said anything to him. The Did entire. You said what? That he was with this whole crew. Yeah, like his dad, his mom, I think, girlfriend. I think there were a couple security kids, or not kids, security guys <laughs> who walked up with him. But that's like to the extent that I, I didn't see anybody that like acknowledged him whatsoever. But I saw him there. And then I went to the hotel. They had a basketball court. And my sister no, actually, I saw his dad. I saw his dad at the hotel. And so, like, the basketball court was a little bit of a scary place to go, threatening territory. In case he put up and he asked for a 1v1, I I did not want to do that. What? I would end up on Bleacher Report or Overtime or something like that. (laughs) That was, like, an eighth-grade fear of mine, bro. That's kind of lame, though. Like, if you see RJ, I'd be like, that's one thing I'd probably want to do, play one-on-one against him. And end up on Bleacher Report. Maybe that's just me. I'm fine. I I think my defense is pretty good. Okay. But remember that this is an NBA player. That actually reminds me. I have this, like, reoccurring thought that I could lock up James Harden if we played (laughs) one-on-one. My brother keeps saying the same thing. Because he's, like, like more one-dimensional. I don't know. You probably could. Guarantee, like, what? You said 5'9"? James Harden shoot, but he can straight shoot over you. Like I don't see him beating me. I <laughs> bro, he's an NBA player. He's an NBA all-star, bro. That's all just, that needs to be said. I just like stay in front of him, bro. Like, <laughs> bro, you don't think they tried that? Shooting right in front of you. I don't know if that's just like me believing too much in my defense, but like yes, it's definitely, bro. You don't think that hundreds of defenders already tried that? Ricky like, Rubio did just it. Stand in front of him. Ricky, Ricky Rubio didn't. He guarded him from behind, which is like absurd to me at this point. Didn't it work like for a part of the game? Not that game. How are you gonna guard someone from behind? I mean, <laughs> I mean, you gotta block them when they go for enough help. If you have good enough help, then like, I guess you could use floaters. But other than that, like, you're guarding him from behind. I mean, it'd be a good strategy if you had like good help. Unless you're saying he can't step back. But then again, you can only guard him from really like one side from behind. Bro, if you're guarding him from behind, he's going for a dunk. Simple. 
There's Rudy no Gobert way. in the paint? You think he's dark, he's dunking over Rudy Gobert? You said one on one. Why are we adding so many different players? No, I'm talking about oh. a game situation. We were talking are about that, st- like an actual game. Ruby, yeah. Ricky Rubio guarded him from behind. If we're talking about an actual game, like NBA game, Terrence, you're not even in the picture, okay? <laughs> you're not in the picture. This is going to go somewhere, bro, and I'm really going to get to me for it. <laughs> <laughs> bro, but, oh, um, nah. I just, I, once again, the people, these people get to, like, the lower respect that they get. Like, they're there for a reason, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, People want to take pictures of them for a reason. So just saying, like, comparing, like, any normal person to be like, yeah, I would lock him up. No, that's crazy. And then saying that, like, a person is absolutely trash, they're getting traded, they're about to go broke, that's crazy to me. Like, I just keep thinking about that first Cam Newton thing, and it's just absolutely crazy to me. Yeah, I mean, it's also kind of like the era that we're in. Social media is really changing things for a lot of people. Like, if that would have happened, like, I would say, like, five, six years ago, TikTok wasn't a thing. I'm sure this kind of would have been an isolated circumstance. We wouldn't have known about it. But because, like, cell phones are everywhere, people are really watching what you do. It's a it's a it's a much different time. I'm sure the kid didn't expect it to get the way to yeah. the way that it was. And I'm pretty sure, although social media is a good thing for some people, it may be unfortunate for them. They end up on the news or on blast like this kid did, which is just a sad case whatsoever. I I really don't think it was intended to be bad, but it kind of did end up that way. But mm-hmm. also just watch what you do, man. You never know who's got a cell phone around. I mean kind of just integrity from the beginning. I mean, whether or not cell phones are there, it's always important to, you know, do the right thing. something up from um, the RJ situation again. Imagine you'd gone to play with him and you scored a bucket on him. You'd get to say for the rest of your life. Imagine if RJ becomes a Hall of Famer. You're like, dang, I scored a bucket on RJ. I got a bucket on RJ. Or you block, nah, you wouldn't have blocked the shot. Or like, like whatever you, like, I mean, you're pretty young at the time, so it's not like even if he crosses you and you fall and like you break the hardwood and he splashes you, like <laughs> that would have been terrible. What are you talking? The, no, no, no. At the end of the day, it's like that's a little kid. No matter how far the video goes, it's like that's a little kid. But it's, my name would have been attached to it. Like I would not have. Do you understand really. what middle school is, bro? <laughs> like this would have <laughs> followed me. <laughs> like I can imagine like employers watching the video. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> break the hardwood? Nah, I'm straight. It was outside <laughs> though, but I'm fine for real. Was it outdoor gym or a court? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, honestly, that's I've written some good essays about this, bro. <laughs> yes, we know you've done multiple presentations. Language arts. I think this is like the seventh time I've heard this story. Yeah, didn't you say in the podcast how RJ carries <laughs> carries your Spanish? Yeah, I'm titling that RJ Barrett saving my Spanish grade or something like something like that, some clickbait and something like that. <laughs> anyway. All right, y'all, we'll be back. We're gonna take a little break. Come back with a new segment. Bow bow. All right, we're gonna jump into a segment. We wanted to do would you rather questions. We ended up picking up thought-provoking questions. We have a couple other um, ideas for segments, but this is the one we're going for tonight, or yeah, today. So let's get into it. Um, so I picked out four questions that I thought would really give insight into how we think into, into our brains so that you guys can pick on them a little bit. Um, so the first one is, what is the difference between living and existing? I'll let you guys answer that one first. Uh, science, you got this. 
All right. So I guess like the simple answer would be like living. Okay. No. Existing is just like going about like your life. Feel me? Like you just move from point A to point B, whatever. But I feel like actually living, that's like where the thing that you actually enjoy come into play. And, you know, like you're actually like enjoying your life instead of just like moving from point A to point B. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think Parsons, for me, I think the difference is that living is when you have a purpose or feel, have no feel a purpose for your life and know like what direction generally that you want to go in. Meanwhile, existing is kind of just letting life carry you. Yeah. And I guess the thing that I thought of the, the most was kind of like a boat or something like that in the sea. Mm. So I guess the difference between living and existing would be the motor or the engine or whatever's keeping you going. And I guess life is kind of just the waves. So it's either you're, you're coasting with the waves or letting the waves push you. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, yeah I was nice. for that, that one. Nice. Yeah. That was nice, that was nice. Just to add on it, I feel like um, existing, yeah, like you said, is just going with the flow. But like, I feel like living is like actually taking the paddles and going to your destination. So yeah, what, what I wanted to say was like, like as an example, kind of, I feel like anyone can like, you know, just do their thing, you know, and move on, pass on. I feel like living is like making the best or most of, out of your opportunities. Cause like really everyone has potential, you know, be someone great, you know, the famous actually, people. I actually never thought about it like that. All the famous people, they're like, they were normal people at one point. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they, they took advantage of every opportunity, you know, they didn't shy away. And now they're at where they're at now. And just like, like they're really living, you know, really being. I have a question. Are celebrities normal people? Do we view them as normal people? And what actually, what actually counts as celebrity as a celebrity? Mm, I really don't know, bro. I really, like I'd say famous football and basketball players. So I, yeah, I feel like when you get into like the term celebrity, it's just a person that's like reached a certain level of like identifiability, I guess. I don't know how to say it, but like, just like, I don't really know. Just they've just reached a certain level to where like more people would know them if you were to just like bring them up in a random conversation or something. You know what I mean? Exactly. Right, I they've go done on. something relevant. Like, I don't want to go on too like, much of a tangent, but what's the difference between. Mm, I don't. I was really about to violate. I wanted, to say, like, I wanted to say, for example, like Cam Newton. Would you guys consider consider him a celebrity? For sure. Yeah. Yes. All right. What about R.J. Barrett? For sure. Yes. But guess who Terrence went to go and actually talk to him? Anyways, though. Um, Wait. What does that mean? I mean, like he went towards <laughs> the, he went towards the smaller one, the less popular one. I mean, yeah. I guess I, I had more courage at the time. It was yeah. crazy because you were younger, I'm pretty sure. No, I was older. You're older in the RJ than the Cameroon? Yeah, it was. All right. Next question is what gets you excited about life? I think this is more of a personal question. Um, Frank, since you answered the last one last, go ahead and be first on this one. Yeah. Did I? You did answer last. You did, yeah. All right, what gets me excited about life? Um like like my entire life, like for my career, I guess, and like how people are gonna know me as like, what gets me excited is, you know, how much time I've left, you know, still young, stuff like that. And I'll be like, what gets me excited over life is that 
like I have a vision for myself for where I want to be in the future. And so like, I'm always excited to, you know, work towards that because one day I'm going to be there. And I feel like, I feel like I shouldn't say I'm going to be happy where like just being there, but like, I'm excited to get there, to work there and experience the things I want to experience. That's, yeah. that's exactly, but like, that's like, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of my whole like life, but like little things, I'm, little things get me like excited over like, like, I, I don't know if it's the same thing, but like, I look for those moments that I look back on, like, like my brother. I mean, that like, kind of feeds into the next question. So I would like kind of hold off on that. But yeah, I kind of, I kind of agree that what gets me excited about life is kind of just the future and just mm-hmm. what's in store for me. God's plan, you know. God's yeah. plan. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, actually, you have a shirt like that. You have a shirt like that, right? Yeah, I do. That, I shirt, was kinda, that. that, that shirt goes kind of dummy. I cannot. I haven't lie. worn it in a while. Though. I was just gonna say that. What'd you get it by? Oh. Huh? What'd you get? Oh, about? I got it from. Um, I actually don't remember what brand it was, but my sister they got um. Uh, t-shirts like it too i wasn't but, expecting um, you to tell me that like whatsoever <laughs> but, was, okay, but I basically my sister bought it for me okay long story short but um yeah i feel like um like little things here and there like they get you excited yeah whatever but i feel like it's like just the prospect of the future like we don't know what like we don't know how much time we have left or what's in store for us so i just feel like working towards like what where you want to so, be at whatever that is so i guess the consensus is that like the unexpectedness of life is what gets us ex- excited to an extent, yeah. I have a question, but I think I'm gonna hold it up until after. No, 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 no. Are you guys like? Are you guys scared of getting old? Mm. I don't know. I, I say personally, I am kind of scared of getting old. I feel like it's still much more boring. But like, when I see old, like, okay, I, I haven't seen a lot of old people that are like really down happy. So it's like, okay, like when we're saying old, are we just saying like? I guess it kind of goes both ways, but what I was gonna say is, when we're saying old, do we are we talking about just the prospect or the element of getting old, or kind of the things that come with it, the responsibilities and things like that? Um, I guess it does come with responsibilities. Like the element of just like you like the peak of your life is kind of like you're drawing away from the peak of your life. Really, that, like that. So, I don't yeah. think. Oh, there's really nothing you can do about it. So yeah. I don't really see the point of being scared of it. I'm more like. I'm not scared of it, but I'm like, I'm recognizing it more and more every day. And so mm-hmm. that's kind of me, that's kind of making me. <laughs> it's kind of making me a little bit tired, but anyways. Um, yeah. I feel like my response to that question kind of leads us into the next question. But like, I feel like as I am like going day by day, getting older, it's like, I realize that like, we are getting older, like there's nothing we can do about it. And it's like looking back, all these like juvenile things that like uh, I used to think were juvenile in that moment. Um, it's like dang, I kind of wish I did more of that. So it's like I guess it's just the not necessarily the fear, but like the not wanting to like move away from just like the careless, not carelessness, but like that innocence of childhood, I guess, or like the innocence of just like being younger. Yeah, I think okay, uh, you guys, you guys can find this somewhere, but you know the Up theme song, Disney Up, mm-hmm. that movie. Yeah. Yeah. That movie, apparently, I read this comment on the on the theme song. There are like three stages of the movie, and of this of the song, and each stage of it represents a different phase in your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know. Which is that. crazy to me, and it's, like, same so, memory, but it's it, like some is slower. And it's like, you know, yeah, it's I just bright. feel 
like it being broken down like that and somebody explaining it was actually kind of crazy to me. It's like the teenagers, like, I feel like, like teenage, teenage life is almost kind of the best time because you're getting glimpses of being an adult while not having the pressures of an adult. And I feel like in some ways that's good. I mean, in most ways it's good, but I mean, there's some bad things that come along with it. It's the like, point in time you have the most responsibility. Um, I mean, not the most responsibility, you're gaining responsibility. And with that, you're gaining freedom. But at the same time, the responsibilities and kind of the anchors that kind of bring you down with being an adult, not all of them are there, like bills, things like that. Mm -hmm. um, let me ask you this though. Do you feel like, do you feel like say if happiness had a peak, right? Yeah. Like the most happy you could be at your teenage years or like they was like at 100. Do you think that goes down up over time or it stays um, consistent? That's a tough question. Like, like that's like, are you asking personally or like, cause if you're asking generally, like I could not answer that question for you because like with all the mental health and stuff going on right now, it's kind of like, I don't know how people like yeah, let's, are let's, like that. But no, I feel like if we are speaking generally, like, I feel like, I mean, this is really with anybody, like there are, there's going to be some moments when you're feeling more up, and there's going to be moments where you're feeling down. So if you're thinking about it like that, then yeah, it's going to be like a wavering, like, I guess, scale of happiness or like levels of happiness. Or like a certain situation might occur and you might feel happy in that moment, but then you might go back down because of like the realities of life or whatever it is. So, I mean, I guess if you want to answer generally like that, then... I feel like, yeah, there are levels to happiness and like there is a scale of how happy you're going to be in your teenage years, but that's also going to be for the rest of your life. All right. Yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to draw towards the question. Um, do you think teenage years are just supposed to be like the funnest moments of your life or, or both the funnest and the happiest moments of your life? I mean, doesn't happiness I feel like fun? if you're having fun, you're going to be happy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, but like happiness can come, not happiness. Yeah, happiness can come from different things other than just fun. I, mean, I guess, but uh, um, I, mean, I feel like it is like kind different of. Things. I feel like it is. All right. I feel like fun is. I mean, like fun in the sense of like, like adventurous a while because like your interests are going to change and twerk throughout the course of your life. But like, it's not always going to be like, I feel like fun that's going to make like give you happiness. Uh, that's just what I think. But all right, I'll go to the next question. Yeah, I feel like oh, oh yeah. No, I was trying to like yeah. I feel like um what he said like with the interest in changing and everything that really does lead us into our next question. Yeah. Okay. So what do you wish you spent more time doing five years ago? Ooh. That's a that's a good question, especially since five years ago we were in elementary school, so we even skipped mid, uh, middle school. Crazy to think about. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Honestly. Honestly, I would have prepared myself for change a little bit more. Cause I feel like in fifth grade, I firstly wouldn't have imagined myself in the school that we are now. I, I wouldn't have imagined myself like switching schools twice since then. Cause I have, I've, I've, oof, man, that's a lot of switching. But but like, I feel like that's one thing that I could have gotten better at, and that would have saved me so many, so many temper tantrums. To be honest, not temper tantrums because I was in fifth grade, but so many. I, I don't know. I don't know. But I feel like my life would have been a lot. The transition, the 
optimism to the sense of change and just being prepared for things that are happening. If I, if I were more in tune with that, things would have been a lot smoother. So like, would you say, would you say um, really be prepared and like embrace the change in addition to, you know, appreciating that, that point in your life more or do you feel like you appreciated it? Like, I, I don't think I did enough. I think I was honestly too busy at the time to really even like sit down and be like, yo, these are really the prime days of my life. What I was really thinking about, about back then was like high school and driving. But then again, I really imagined my life going a certain way. And then when I heard switching schools, like my whole trajectory was like, oh, wait, this is maybe a little bit different. Because I actually used to, we talked about this earlier, but like school used to be like mad fun back in elementary school. And I really thought that was just because of the school that I went to. And so I thought continuing that was going to kind of. I thought happiness. I, not, I wouldn't say happiness, but I thought school would just be enjoyable throughout the entire time. So I was really looking forward to those periods of time like waiting so I could have more freedom, you know, not having to be walked to the cafeteria, you know, having the freedom to, you know, get up and walk myself, you know. You see, for me, it's like completely different because my circumstances were like completely different, you know. So five years ago, honestly, I, I, I feel like I wouldn't worry so much, you know. Um, yeah. because at the end of the day, change is going to come. Like you don't, there's nothing. And it doesn't, do. it doesn't have to be changed. It's more of a general question. I just said personally change, mm-hmm. unless that's no. your thing. Yeah, no, this is my thing. I'm saying like, change, like with me, I realize I should have realized that change is going to come like no matter what. So honestly, this is going to sound like really like trivial, like juvenile, but I wish, I feel like I was always outside playing around, but I wish I would have did that more just because yeah. I realized looking back when I was with my friends, like just playing basketball, football, soccer, whatever it was, I was in this, like, in a carefree state, you know? And I feel like that's a state that, like, I wish that I could, like, embrace more now. So I feel like just, like, building the habit of, like, whatever I'm doing, just, like, finding a way to get into that state of just happiness. Um, like, I just, I would just play out, like, side more, like, whatever, so I could just get in the habit of being in that state. Because now, like, things are completely different. Like, where I'm at a school, I never would imagine myself to be at. And I'm happy that I'm here, but it's, like, sometimes... It's like, I wish that, yeah, I just like wish I could get back to that state of just like pure happiness and innocence. So I just, I would just like play outside with my friends more. Yeah. Well, science and he kind of covered most of what I was thinking, but like really like, you know, enjoy more and appreciate more like the lack of stresses, which is like a lot different from now. Just a lack of stress because like, biggest worries then would be like you know oh my mom's gonna whip me or something or like that like personally that was my biggest like stress like but uh, but now it's like dang i'm really about to be in caught i'm i almost gave away our age i don't know if you guys care now but like, i'm really about to be in college in like this many years after that and it's like a, like it worries me because i'm i wouldn't say scared but i don't want to like i don't want to like go course and regret it or happen to do something and regret it. Yeah. 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 So like, yeah, I think about that a lot and it stresses me out, but like, like I would never think about college in like fifth grade, of course. So like, I feel like, you know, really enjoying you know, that state. Okay. Are you, if this question was to be posed in five years when we're 21, 20, 
Oh, I really do. Uh, Vassal? Oh, shoot. Lucky, but whatever. When, when, we're, when we're old, when we're like adults, adults, um, do you think you would answer the question any differently? Um, yeah, just for the simple fact, like, right, when we're in five years, like, we're going to be legal and everything. Like, you know, we're going to be actual Well, you won't. Now. <laughs> First you of all, won't. yes, I will be. Don't try me. Don't try me. Um, I will be. Um, it's... You know, we're going to be uh, facing different circumstances, you know what I mean? So I feel like, of course, we're going to answer the question differently just because what we're going to be going through at that moment might be something that we can't foresee now, you know what I mean? I mean, the only thing is, like, my, I guess my question is, like, we don't, so, like, it's no joke or no unknown thing, that, like, we got a lot more work and stuff like that. So do you think you're, like, fully enjoying as much as you could? The, the times of your life we are in right now? Um, nah. It's, Simple it's, answer, no. Yeah. yeah. Something I think about a lot is like, will I be in the future and look back and regret? But it's like, I don't, I don't know. think I would necessarily regret it, but I would, I don't know. That's, I, I mean, reg- I wouldn't, I don't think regret's the right word, but. I mean, like, we we're just talking about it earlier. Like, um, you guys may disagree, it's not disagree, but you guys may think it's not necessarily the happiest, but like, it's pretty, you know, people think it's normally the funnest point of your life. So am I gonna look back and be like, damn, I missed out. Am I gonna look back and be thankful? Yeah, yeah. And I feel like it's like noticing the things you take for granted now to like help prevent that or, you know, showing that list of things you can look back and be like, oh, I wish this, I wish I did this more or, you know, appreciated this more. So. A little, a little introduction to that. If right now is supposed to be the happiest moments of our lives, something then have to change. Because especially like with Corona and stuff, like this, yeah. this right here can, this right here cannot be the happiest moment of my life, bro. I won't, I won't allow it. Yeah, because now a lot of times when I'm hearing my like my bro talk about like, like dang, I remember when I was in this grade and stuff like that, and I'm looking, I'm like, dang, I'm in this grade now. It's like it's not lit or nothing like that. That's I think that's saying. a lot. I think a lot of that's because we're in online school. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I feel like they're like, no, imagine I heard about this the other day and I was, it actually, I was actually like, yo, that's actually facts. It was like, imagine how weird the next, our next school year is going to be the 2021 to 2022 school year is going to be. <laughs> yeah, bro. The, bro. the sophomores are going to be freshmen. Literally. And then the freshmen in that year are going to be, freshmen as well so there'll be like two freshman classes exactly bro and, and we'll, then, st- we'll still technically be freshmen because like yeah. we didn't get the full oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. bro and then oh, the seniors i think i saw that video too and it was like the seniors that are supposed to rule the school yeah they literally exactly. had like a year and a half of actual yeah. high school experience it's crazy. Parents, since we're basically giving out our birthday. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like I'm, I mean, when we're when we're gonna go back to school, you guys like, what's your biggest like thing that you like about online school? Online, I can sleep in between classes sometimes. <laughs> like, so it's like very rare, but like. If yeah. like yeah. I finish the work early or something like that, yeah. I better believe I'm sleeping. Oh, bro, that's the best feeling. Or something like when I finish an essay for language arts early. Oh. And I have language arts first period, so I just sleep through. I wake up at like eight fifty for math, bro. <laughs> 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 I'm 
<laughs> but honestly, same. It's because, like, just being able to, like, I don't do it a lot, but being, actually, I never do this, but just knowing that I have the ability to wake up literally five minutes before my class and just, like, walk three feet to my desk and just, like, log on to a Zoom call. That's the thing that's going to be hard about going back to school. That's the only thing. Because yeah. I had to go, um, go back into school for an event uh, last week, two weeks ago. What, and what event? Huh? What event though? I'll tell you later. But um, I was a leadership event at our school, and it was set from eight o'clock to eleven thirty ish. And just waking up before the sun, and driving like before the sun was even up and everything, I was like, "Wow, I really used to do this every single day." For me, yeah. It's like th- this was. Uh, it it was like, are, are we getting? I, I really don't know how to benchmark this year based off of like the workload because it's been a lot of like a lot of work. And I don't know if that's because of like the the pandemic and because like I don't know why teachers are here. I don't know. It's because if we don't have any guidance on our work and stuff like that, if it's like harder because of the pandemic specifically or if it's just like because of the stresses or because of part of growing up or whatever. I don't know. I really don't know how to benchmark this year. It's, it's so crazy. And I'm and I'm really hoping online school isn't like that. Cause or in person school isn't like that. Cause I cannot stay up till 12 and wake up at 5 30. Yeah. yeah. But, um next question. I want I wanted to ask, you know how like sometimes like the first week of school back is a little awkward? Bro, yeah. Like you think it's gonna be way more awkward? Cause we've been gone for, for almost like a year and a half now. Yeah, I think it's getting to like a year since like we've been online, but um, I'm, I feel like for us, no, yeah, because nah. like we actually like um, made these bond, bonds like for like the three quarters of a year that we were actually in high school, and even now, like you know, we're still getting people done, blah blah blah. But the freshmen now and the freshmen are outside, bro. Like they've never, they like, haven't like, been into the school building. Like they've never met each other. It's gonna be literally two freshman classes. Like they're not gonna know where their classes are. Anyway, like, bro. oh, I I only saw you on the screen. I didn't know you were built like that. Bro, like, I didn't literally, know you were like, built like that. I'm saying, like, when I went to the leadership <laughs> yeah. event, right? People were telling me they were like, "Oh, I thought you were short," because they never seen me like other than in a small square on a Zoom. And I'm like, I'm not a short person, right? This is literally gonna be very. I can't wait to hear that, bro. I can't oh, wait to hear that. Nothing wrong with short people. <laughs> like people actually like like and it's not the first time i heard people really think i'm short right while i'm like on the zoom i can't see it i can't but hey bro, yeah. i mean because you've seen me in real life for how long but like people actually think i'm short so like that's going to be like their entire interaction for like the first week and it's going to be the freshman and sophomore class you know what i mean like yeah. oh i didn't know that you did this because they like all of their interactions are completely school-based right now like unless you're trading numbers in the school like in the zoom chat or something yeah you know? which is weird Bro, I've been in a breakout room where people like hust, like, like, <laughs> I don't know. It's always so awkward to me. It's like, I mean, I'm pretty sure they can still see this. Anyways, just pop up. Right. Yeah, just go ahead and mute right there. Thank you guys for tuning in to this fifth episode. Thank you for making it this far into the episode to the end, rocking with us. Shows your support. We can truly see that. Make sure you show some love on the listener support. $1, $5, $10 a month. What do we talk about today? Go ahead and summarize it. Uh, yeah, we talked about everything from music to Cam Newton to like mind boggling questions. Yeah, we really, and this was a fun one, I'd say. If there's right. a lesson we pulled from this episode, I say really, you know, enjoy the things you have. 
that sounds really broad, but you know, notice the things you might take for granted and you know, try to enjoy those things because things change. Yeah, it's definitely cliche, but I feel like there's still some power to it. Um, I think I like seizing the day is really a big thing that I took away from this podcast, just as some self-reflection on my past experiences and things that I've had fun and done things. I feel like seizing the day is one thing that I could have done more and that would have really allowed me to have a little bit more fun in some of the things that I've done. Uh, yes, sir. I definitely agree with that. Um, like, just remember that you need to be living and not just existing. Uh, seize the day, do what makes you happy and do what's going to set you up to be great in the future. Yes. That. It's your boy Terrence. I'm out. And Frank, thank you for listening. It's your boy Sianti. Thank you all for listening and come back next week. Wow.